This punk motherfucker throwing shit at us. Yo, man. Man, I smell something, man. You smell something? I definitely you smell something in my hair. I smell pussy. Welcome to the Filmwork Podcast. My name is Chris Droney and here with me is Stephen Hurst to say hello, Stephen. Hello. Right, we've got a bit of a action-packed, uh, an action-packed episode in front of us. We've got, um, mm. it's been quite a few events that have happened since me and Stephen last spoke. We time for some news. Time for some big news, kind of, depending on the event. Um, I was lucky enough to be invited to Star Wars Celebration Europe, which was on in London back in July. And so fascinating article. I enjoyed reading it. This is the article. This is the article. <laughs> this is. They knew this is why we were going. We were, we were going to cover it on the podcast. Talk about a really personal experience. Every other podcast is just talking about oh, all the news that happened. I'm going to talk about what happened when I was there because I was at stuff. What happened when you were there, Chris? How many days did you go for? I was there for all three days. Ooh, yeah. And we'll get into that a bit. Awesome. Um, after we talk about Star Wars Celebration and the happenings that were there, we've then got to talk about another event which I was not at. And this is um, San Diego Comic Con 2016, which happened the weekend following Star Wars Celebration. Um, oh. And our thoughts on what happened there. And then I reckon we'll, we'll hit a few of the tidbits from here yeah, and there. A couple of movies that we've seen a couple in the movies meantime. that we've seen. And the few reviews that have been up on the site and just what we think about general stuff. But. Nice. Let's kick off with my weekend at Star Wars Celebration. So Friday. So Friday, got there super, super fucking early. Um, <laughs> what time did it start on the Friday? Was it the evening? Uh, no, it started at 11 a.m. on Friday. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, yeah, so it's so a whole it was, day. It was an all-day event uh, on all three days. Uh, it opened, was it 10 or 11 a.m.? I think it was, either or. It opened at either 10 or 11 a.m. 10, actually. And it was open then until 7 p.m. on the Friday and Saturday. So it was all day. Chris um, arrived at 6 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> yeah. And there was still some burke out there dressed as Darth Maul. There was. About with there a there, there was. I got there at 6 a.m. to pick up my badges and my wristbands for everything. And um, So I got there at 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. to be safe. And that's, you know, this is what um, the PR company told me to do. And I was, uh, and they were great. Um cannot remember the name of them for the life of me. I think it's Veep. Uh, but um, they were they were so good. Anyways, they um, they suggested arriving early to make sure I get everything's got there uh, at the time they specified. And it was already heaving. There were people already queuing for, like, all the, nearly all the passes for the Mark Hamill panel were gone. Nearly all the passes for the Rogue One panel were gone. Um, there was queues towards queues. There was queues to get into the thing, even though it didn't open for another four hours. Um, but there was a huge buzz around it from the from the get go. Yeah. Um, so on the Friday, got in there and first things first, went in, got some after got all my badges and stuff, got my food, and then went to the straight to the Mark Hamill, the Mark Hamill um, talk. So yes. went into the uh, celebration hall, uh, which is the celebration version of Hall H, I guess. Uh, got uh, got into my seat, and then Mark Hamill took to the stage at 11 a.m. half. Half eleven on the button. Awesome. And it was. The day starts with him then. Nice. Yeah, the weekend starts with him. Such a such a great a great opening for it. So he mm. took to the stage, and he was funny. He was he was not he was on the ball completely. 
he was his entire thing was just taking questions from the from the audience and oh really there was no one on stage asking him like a half an hour worth no of questions. it wasn't it wasn't him and Warwick Davis like it was for Carrie Fisher it was literally just Mark okay. Hamill on stage with a mic and a chair excellent and uh, there were two mics out in the crowd and he was just taking questions and the questions ranged from like the classic you know do you think you're being typecast you know you're always gonna you know or you know just you know there are questions that people say just to be able to ask Mark Hamill a question which is fair enough <laughs> But then you had like the really interesting questions. Um, he took some ones about Joker, mm. uh, and we'll get onto the Killing Joke later on. But he did uh, read out an excerpt from the Killing Joke there on stage in in oh, full cool. in full Joker gear, and it was um, not Joker gear. He wasn't wearing any costume. In full, like you know, he put the voice, voice on. Voice, yeah. And it was honestly, he was he was absolutely superb. He was funny, man. He was really funny. He was telling jokes, and you could just tell, like. He is just so pleased to be a part of this again, and that he's back in the limelight. He's literally he is back yeah. in the limelight, but you know he, he fucking deserves it. He was <laughs> no, he was. Have you? Did you watch? Because all the panels that I went to, bar one, were live streamed. Did you watch any? No, no, no. I didn't catch any of it. Okay, because I would I would watch his because his was uh, Carrie Fisher's as well. Um, I oh, missed apart them. from the Rogue One one. <laughs> right, I'll get on to that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the um, so Mark Campbell was fucking. He was so good. He was so good. I was so pleased to see him in super seats. And, um, yeah, it was just, it was a really, really fun weekend. Really fun, just pretty fun start to the weekend. Um, so, again, like, that's all live streamed. It's an hour long. Just just watch it, man. It's, it was superb. Um, then we, the next panel I went to was then the Rogue One panel. Yes. Which wasn't quite as seamless as the... Mark Hamill one. Yeah. There were technical difficulties within technical difficulties. Oh, dear. Um, yeah, it was... Uh, I mean, we all... At, at the stage, everyone knows what happened. Like, the the sizzle teaser um, cut out halfway through. Oh, really? Yeah. Do, uh, <laughs> right, so... Let's backtrack a bit. So, opens and... Um, uh, Brienne of Tarth herself, Gwendolyn Christie, was the host. Yes, I know, and God, she's even more annoying in person. Anyway, go on. So I, I, I liked that a lot. She came out, she got a huge roar when she came out onto the stage. What, everyone telling her to fuck off? No, no, everyone like, you know, everyone, that, you know, Game of Thrones, man. Take, think, that's what I think of. And I love that's what Game I was of thinking of. Fuck you. <laughs> so anyway, so, so she came out on stage and I uh, was chatting about the... Chat about the film. So she introduced the director, Gareth Edwards, um, the head of Lucasfilm, Kathleen Kennedy. What was Edwards like? Because he's a. I've seen him in person when he was promoting Monsters at Fright Fest. He's mm. an affable, nice kind of guy. He seemed really down to earth. Yeah. And again, Mike, much like Mark Hamill, just super pleased to be there. And he he told he told a great story about when he um uh, when they're recording James Earl Jones. Oh yeah. Because. Um, it's it's common knowledge now that Vader is going to be in this film in whatever aspect or whatever capacity we don't know. Yeah. But he did. He went to a recording studio in the states to record James Earl Jones, and he was just talking about that and like he didn't say anything that James Earl Jones said, but he did mention um, there was a, there's a moment where he got James Earl Jones to say a sentence. I went through the sentence had the word power, and when he was there looking at James Earl Jones say the word power, he had a heart attack. He he just could not understand. He could not comprehend what he was going through and what he was doing. Um, that he was in this situation again just seems so pleased to be there. The other people that were pleased to be there were the entire cast, and they were brought onto stage shortly after Gareth was, and they uh, just spoke a bit about their characters. 
Did they have all of them there? All the main... All the main. All, the, all, all, yeah. all the main were there. So Mazmikas was there. Donnie Yen. Yeah. <laughs> uh... So Maz Mickelson, Gareth Edwards, Gareth Edwards, of course, um, Forrest Whitaker, um, back in Felicity Jones. Right. Um, just everyone, everyone was there. Uh, Alan Tudyk got a huge cheer when he came out. Um, and then uh, the man of the hour that you mentioned. Yes. Um, who does not have the best English. Yeah. And he said this. And I won't get into it. Yeah. Because... If you don't know, then you shouldn't know. Yeah. But well, he, we, we won't say it then, but he dropped a... A, a, a mad a, spoiler. A, a spoiler. And you could just... It, it was amazing because... It won't ruin it, the movie, but you will kind of go, well, I kind of know what's going to sort of happen there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so anyways, he dropped this spoiler. And I've loved watching this back because being in that room for that when that happened. Yeah. And you could just feel everyone in the room kind of like edge into their seats. Yeah. You, if you watch the panel, if you, if I were you, I'd watch this on mute when he starts talking, yeah. because then you won't, you know, you won't see anything. But you will. He's sitting beside Alan Tudyk, Tudyk and, it doesn't, yeah. and it doesn't reflect him at all. It has nothing to do with his character, <laughs> but you just see him just react. Yeah, sitting beside him, knowing what he, what, knowing what he, um, he's about to go. Don't say that, but then he suddenly stops himself yeah. from moving and clenches yeah. up. Yeah, it's it's. <laughs> I, you know, like I, I think th- you have to stop there. I think you yeah, have to that's, stop that's there. What, that's fuck what, off, that's what Gwendolyn. Yeah, <laughs> like we didn't all just fucking hear yeah. what happened. Like that doesn't call attention to it even more. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, he got a he got he got red when he went backstage. Um, <laughs> but then. That, so we've already had so before this happened they brought all the cast on stage and then said okay do you know what let's show you something let's do it now they put on the scissor yes. reel and halfway through the scissor reel uh, it cuts technical difficulty Oops. screen goes to black and uh, uh, heat uh, uh, pretend <laughs> right we'll get to that um, yeah probably the heat London can't deal with any heat talk about fucking Jason Bourne later on um and then, then they played it later on. We've got the whole thing when Ben Mendelsohn came out on stage in full character garb, looked amazing. Yeah. And then he goes off stage, yeah. comes back out in his cash clothes, and he says, "Oh, uh, the scissor reel is ready." <laughs> so watch that again in, in its full, in its entirety. Yeah. And it looked good. I'm like, this was, I'm I'm I'll put cards on the table. I'm excited for um, Rogue One. I was before this before this okay. um, panel, and I certainly was afterwards. Um, but the. Then later on, the end of the panel, they said, right, we're going to show you something that's just for you guys. And we were like, fucking yes. We're going to see this trailer. That's probably leaked. Um, it's like a uh, stick figure of a robot they've invented that might appear in the movie yeah, in a deleted scene. Basically. <laughs> but anyways, so Kathleen Kennedy came out on stage and she said, right, we're going to show you this. It's just for you guys. You know, this is not going worldwide. This is not being streamed. It's just for you. Mm. You know, all I ask is that you don't... You, you don't record it. You know, we don't want this leaked. It's just for you guys. You've paid the money. So how about you guys just enjoy it for yourselves? Right. And I get that. And when she's talking, there was this amazing, the screen um, that had like all the logos and the scissory that was there just had an image on it. And it said loose links, uh, loose lips sink starships. And it had like a picture of the Falcon. And that was cool. She said, oh, take a photo of that and you share that. So I took a photo of that because that just looked fucking cool. Then she said, right, here you go. Please cameras away. Here we go. And then the fucking scissory played again. What? <laughs> so they said, right, this is just for you guys. No one's ever going to see this. The entire world saw this. So then Kathy Kennedy had to come back on stage and say, 
She had to come back on stage and say, right, that was that, that was streamed around the world. This is just for you. And then we did finally get the trailer. Um, so we got... Um, so we got a new trailer for Rogue One. Uh, again, it has probably leaked. So I'm never going to see that trailer because it was just for you. Yeah. You're definitely... Ever. Gonna, ever. They're well, going to have to cut a brand new trailer. <laughs> well, I mean, the trailer from uh, the last Star Wars Celebration, the teaser for Rogue One, hasn't been released. Okay. Yeah, so I'd be very surprised if they released this one. Um, though, to be fair, not a whole lot extra. Just no, was the... it? Wait a minute. The scissor reel, was that like all behind-the-scenes bloody footage of people... Fucking with clapperboards and then mugging it at the camera. Ah! No, no, there was real footage in that as well. Okay. But then they had a full-on trailer. Right, good. It's only like a minute and 30 seconds long. How was it? Was it better than the last one? Um, I think it was... A, it was kind of on par. If anything, I think I preferred the last one. But then this one did have... Yeah. You saw Vader's reflection. Mm. Um... So it is what it is, but it didn't. Um, it didn't give anything away. It didn't, it did, it did, yeah, it didn't give anything away more teeth. than what we heard in the panel. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, so. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was good. Look, the, there was just a huge, a lot of excitement surrounding this film. There's a lot of excitement surrounding this film, which is, um, which is good because a lot of people have been giving out because they think, oh, it's going to be a war film. Oh, why is Star? Fucking hell! If every Star Wars film is the same, why the fuck would we go see one? I want a Star Wars film that's a little bit different. <laughs> so I'm up for this, and. Yeah, a guy that is a good director, and this just looks like it's going to be a cool story. And I'm si- I'm really excited for a story that has a beginning, middle, and end. Yes. Does I don't need to have a fucking episodic, you know, <laughs> chapter within a huge universe. Thi- you know, having like a, a bookend yes. is superb. So yeah, I'm yeah, up for this. It doesn't have to be a trilogy. Hand exactly. exactly. Um, now, I kind of want to skip through. So Saturday, uh, there were no panels really of not that I wanted to go to. Anthony Daniels was there, but... Oh so, God, he's always fucking there. Yeah, he no. was there when I went to the screening of um, the 3D bloody um, uh, Phantom Menace and got up on stage and told the same bloody jokes he'd been telling for 20 years. Yeah, so I I didn't have many, much interest in that, but I did have an interest in nerd actually, shopping. Uh, I went and look around. I didn't buy anything. Cosplaying. Uh, there was loads of cosplaying. Some great cosplayers. It was like everything, like you know, the there were countless like the amount of rays that were there. Yeah, right. It was amazing. It was really good to see, like... Of a whole different shapes and sizes. Well, I mean, like, people are people. Um, Indeed. But there was, uh, there was some amazing, like, Chewbacca's, Little Boba Fett's, countless stormtroopers. And you had, like, people putting their tailored twist on the characters. So it was, like, yep. a Pikachu stormtrooper. There was a, there was a limp biscuit stormtrooper. I liked that one a lot. What the fuck? Yeah, that was fucking nice. cool. Uh, and, and a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle stormtrooper. There yep. was. It's when you get the. There uh, is a Freddie Mercury Han Solo and a bright pink Chewbacca. <laughs> wow! It was that like Gay Pride X Star Wars. Like it Fantastic. was. Fu- that, no, that was fa- that was brilliant. Like 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 Chewbacca, like full seven foot tall. Like you Any know the princess layers in bikinis. No. Of the rotund variety. No, I didn't see. I didn't see. I didn't. I didn't see that many actually. To be honest, there were a few guys. You, you, you normally do it. actually get more. I, I actually tend to see more. That's probably more uh, common in the states, but it's warmer. But here, whenever I've gone to a yeah. comic con, you actually get her in the white robe from the uh, first film, part four, even. Well, yeah, because it's not. It's not warm here. Well, it sometimes is warm, and we'll get to that later on. Yeah. Um. So the Saturday, I was just kind of milling about, kind of like chatting to people. Um. I went to was it on Saturday or the Sunday. It was yeah, it was on the Saturday. I went to um, the Steel Wars podcast, which was quite good. Uh, Steel Saunders has a he's got a podcast called Steel Wars, which is a massive Star Wars podcast. I was at the at that, and he's very funny. Um, and I was chatting to him for a bit. He's a good guy. 
and then went and then that was that like Saturday was fairly low key for me I just kind of I, I wanted to take in the actual event itself I wanted to do more than just go and sit in panels and yeah. record and be at press conferences and that but then on the Sunday um, the reason I did want to go to the Star Wars Rebels press conference which was on the Saturday but the reason I didn't go was because I was going to the press conference on the Sunday yes so there's no need same same stuff so I went to a small room at the top of the uh, top of the uh, building where all the um all the talent were being held and was there in a room with um, uh, Dave Cloney. Cloney? I think that's his name. Um, was there lots of signing desks? Fucking Casting loads. and all that fucking shit. Fucking loads. Yeah, how much was... Um... What? what? Oh, I'm in. Never mind. Um, there was... Yeah, there was loads of signing desks. Loads of... Um, photo ops but I looked you know I had um, I've got this I've got the A New Hope A1 print but a Japanese version of it and I thought you know I'd be cool to get that signed yes. so on yeah. the Friday I went to see what the crack was with uh, with the signatures to see whether it was worthwhile because you know it's framed so I had to take it out of the frame put it into a tube bring it with me and carry it all day yeah. which I wouldn't mind doing but then like you know who you want who do you want to get to sign that you want Mark Hamill you yeah. want Carrie Fisher who were there mm. Uh, doing signing all they were they were God love them they were signing all three days oh really yeah quite, everyone oh, wow. all all the main cast were signing all three days if they weren't doing events they were signing wow yeah um, but it was like 130 quid for a Brian Campbell signature fuck yeah so I was moaning about this to someone I mean, co- uh, the London Comic Con is this weekend that we're just approaching now as we re- record and when I first went to that you're paying a fiver to get in now it's 25 quid to get in. And back then, I remember walking around going, oh, you know, this person's signature who was like, you know, a, a nobody doing nothing. Uh, sorry about the term nobody, um, if you are one of these people that people refer to in that way. Um, for a fiver or a tenner. And then the big celebrities were 15. And the most expensive was 20 quid. And I remember one year when I went there, William Shatner was one of the main two guests that they had there that weekend. And he was charging 20 quid. Uh, or they were charging 20 quid to get his autograph and meet him. And I've never been an autograph collector, so I was always like, fuck that shit. And now, this is like seven, eight years later, you're paying an extortionate amount to go into a place that's jam-packed, sweaty as hell, and is full of the stalls that are all exactly the same and overpriced themselves. Yeah. So, you know, I, I wouldn't mind it if I... If I, I always thought a Comic-Con would be a place where you go and you fucking do... You, you hack the fucking prices down and woo, yay, nerds. No, they hike them up. Yeah. And all every other store is the fucking same as the last one that you just saw. Um, and all the celebrity um, autograph prices have, have skyrocketed, as you've just told me. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was, it was mad. So on that, on that respect, I didn't. I did. What do these rich nerds do for bloody jobs? Well, this is their job, man. If I could sit, well, in the, being if, a nerd. If I, Oh, the, you mean the guys, you mean the guys that go nerd. with these things? Yeah. I, I don't know. I, to be honest, I do feel like the event was worth the money if you're that much into it. But it's worth the money for us because we can get press passes. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, or I, I, I used to I'm, be able to. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm always so grateful when these things come up and when they do let me in. <laughs> I don't get it let into that many places. Um, that's, a, that's a lie. People like me. Uh, but when, you know, when I do always feel so grateful because, I mean, the tickets for this thing were like, for the weekend, I think like 180. If you went like VIP, yeah. it was like even more. And again, and you're like walking you know, around like, ha ha, suckers! And I've got a better seat than you. It, I, did, I always, I, did, I did get this like this 
uh, sense of pride when everyone is like, there's like this big snake you just to get in. I just walk past everyone, like wave my badge. Yeah. Media. Yeah. See, um, the uh, uh, the last one that I went and covered and got a press pass for, they uh, they changed the location. I think it was it was moved to the Olympia. Um, this is this is the London Film and Comic Con, and um, they had this really horrible, sweaty back area where they put all the people getting autographs, and it was stinky as hell. I remember that, yeah. And it was like, oh, this is just fucking wrong. And Carl Urban was there, yeah, and he I, was yeah. doing Dread, and I was going to be covering that panel, right? Oh, right yeah, the Q and A, and they had a fucking they, they had a screening of it, and I walked away from it. Why? Because I'm an impatient little bastard that didn't want to wait because they were running late. They were running... Uh, by the time I left, they, were, they had ran half an hour late, and he hadn't showed up yet. And we're all sitting there going, God's sake, you know, and just... And I always want to be on the move, meeting people and interviewing people and talking to people on the stalls or uh, at the desks or whatever, and I got fed up. And this is obviously before I saw Dread, which is a film that I love. <clears throat> but at the time, it was like, Dread, who knows what that's going to be like. I wasn't impressed with the trailer. Like Carl Urban, but I don't know if I like him that much. And I left. Moron. Yeah, absolute moron. Yeah, so that's my dick move as, as mm. someone covering a uh, festival because I was like, fuck this, it's half six at night or whatever, I'm out of here. Yeah. Idiot. Uh, I, I didn't have any dick moves, I was really good at this thing. Um, <laughs> apart from waving your badge in people's faces. Apart from that, I mean, I don't get to wave, I don't get to wave anything in anyone's face anymore, so. <laughs> See, I would have photography pass as well, I was always waving that in people's faces. Yeah, well. okay. ah. Got a press um, pass and a photography pass. I'm you, doubly important. You won't. <laughs> um, so anyway, so I went to the Star Wars Rebel. You, you don't watch Star Wars Rebels, do you? The TV show. Nope. No. So next. Uh, well, I was still pr- talking about this fucking Star Wars con. God, sorry. Well, I was at, I was at the press conference. I'll, I'll get through this quickly. I was at the press conference for Star Wars Rebels. So I was chatting to Dave Filoni, not Filoni. Dave Filoni, who's like a huge. He's just kind of over Star Wars, kind of as a whole. He's he's like a background guy, but he's a fucking nerd and he's cool. Taya Sirkar and Sam Witwer, who <laughs> was very funny. Sam Witwer played Doomsday in Smallville, and he voices Darth Maul in this TV show. And he was very funny. I had a lot of time for him. I loved him in Doomsday. And he, he was the guy... Remember that um, Star Wars PlayStation game that came out years ago and it was still on PlayStation 3? No. Uh, the Force Unleashed? Nope. Okay, well, he did mocap. And he no, hang on. Guy. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Force Unleashed. Yeah. Didn't they do a part two as well? Maybe. Is this the one with the guy with the shaved head? Yeah, who, that's him. Who looks like fucking... Sam Witwer. No, 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 no. He looks like bloody Aussie no-talent dude. Avatar guy. He looked like him. Oh, uh, Sam Worthington? Yes. Right. Like, uh, the character yeah, looked yeah, like yeah. Sam Worthington. Okay. And in a sense well, of, I'm just a bloody whatever yeah. person with well, a bloody it was, shaved it was, head. Well, it was actually based on Sam Witwer, because he did the voice and he did the mocap for that. Okay. Yeah. So anyways, he was there. It was very funny. Um, so that was that was really good. But again, they just answered a lot of the questions that were in the live stream panel that they did. So not a huge lot extra you can take from it. And then the final one that I went to on the Sunday was the future of Star Wars uh, cinematic it's endeavors. <laughs> uh, yeah, they kind of opened and said, this is not ending. Yeah. We are going to outlive... Did you see Aldrin, Aldrin Endrick come on and get announced as Han Solo? Yes, I did. I was there. Uh, uh, Miller, Chris Miller and Phil Lord, Phil Lord were there, yeah. uh, along with uh, Ryan Johnson, talk about their upcoming films. <laughs> and... Uh, God love. Oh, Ryan Johnson was about as well. Yeah, he was there. Uh, talk about uh, episode eight a little bit. Um, that was 
quite. He didn't say anything. Um, he some photos of some props. <laughs> uh, yeah, actually. Um, but the, the directors have got this really weird relationship in that, like, you know, Gareth Edwards is a, an extra in episode eight. Oh, really? And Ryan Johnson is an extra in, or or Chris. Broad uh, one. In prob- yeah, probably. That's yeah, good. Like, they're, they're all in, in the background. Um, and then Chris Miller and Phil Lord, they were there, and they introduced um, Alden Tan Solo, yeah. unpronounceable surname. But they did say, you know, in uh, it was very funny because they said, you know, we we uh, had an open cast call and we auditioned over two thousand. Um, and by we, we mean our company, not us personally. Okay, well, the, the company interviewed, interviewed. Sorry, I just like calling bullshit right. on that one every time. Well, they auditioned two thousand people initially, and you know, people get to various stages. Obviously, Chris uh, Miller and Lord are there for so many stages. Mm. Um, Alden was the literal. Number he was the first person to audition. Really? So they they could have saved a lot of time and money and said, "Yeah, you're actually pretty good, aren't you?" Yeah, let's let's just leave it here. Cancel the rest of it. We've I think you. I've known a few guys that have gotten married to people that way. You know, they met the right girl first. Yeah. But then they auditions probably not yeah. the right word. Yeah. No, first date. <laughs> and they went, "Oh, actually, she was really nice, wasn't she?" I'll go back to her. Yeah. No, first <laughs> a first date is an interview, so you know. There we go. Yeah. Um. So there was that and um. Who else came out on stage? We had uh, John Boyega was there. Princess Leia. Uh, uh, who? Carrie Fisher, wasn't she there? Yeah, she was there. Did you see her panel, whatever it was? Uh, that was when I was at the Star Wars Rebels press conference, so oh, I, right. I caught it afterwards because they were showing it in the press lobby. And Mark Hamill was there. Like she's got a stroke in person. Yeah. And yeah, there was just quite a few people there. And it, was just, it was really. It was just nice. They didn't show anything. This is the only issue I would take with um, Star Wars Celebrations. There wasn't a whole lot of news out of it. Yeah. That's what a lot of people have said, but... It was but still... they, they're going to host it, is it every year, but in a different place? Exactly. So next April, it's in Orlando. Right. Um, so, contemplating... Would that be the opening of Star Wars Land? Uh, no, that's not opening until 2018 or 2019, later. I think. Okay. Um, I was talking to that with um, Lucas, who's the head of um, comicbook.com. And they said that they will be hosting one in the states for the opening of Star Wars Land because that's yep. a, that's yep. you know that's a no-brainer. Um, but that isn't for a couple of years. Star Wars Land sounds great, but I'm just like it's going to be a nightmare because everyone's going to want to get on board the Millennium Falcon and walk through it. Yeah, and you're just, it's going to be worse than vi- it's a visit in the fucking crown jewels at um, the Tower of London. It's just going to yeah. be QQQQQQ, that zigzaggy type cube with all the barriers everywhere. Yeah, or tape. Yeah, um, and then QQQQQ through each fucking room. Yeah, you got to be literally the first person in queue to get in the gates of that place to leg it to that to get a proper look at the fucking thing. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Let's do it. Um, yeah, let's go. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I don't want to talk about the final panel too much because there wasn't a whole lot there. But again, like, it wasn't live streamed for a reason. You know, <laughs> yeah, like because I'm keeping the information to <laughs> myself. Yeah, because not like anyone else has been live streaming. <laughs> You're anyways. our little tease, aren't you, Christopher? Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, like it was, it was really good, but there wasn't a, a huge amount of info, uh, huge amount of info out of it. It was basically just to kind of say, you know, this is what we're doing. You know, we've got a plan in place. There's stuff coming up. You should be excited because we're excited. And here's here's why you should be excited. Like here's your new Han Solo. Here's uh, the directors of the film. We did see um, a clip that was just for us um, of the Millennium Falcon. Now that being said, you've all already seen it because it was the same clip that was in the Lego Movie. Um, but it was. Uh, it was just a, it was just a good look at the weekend as a whole was fucking great. I had a great time. I don't think I'm doing it justice in talking about it now, but it was um 
it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed the weekend. There was a lot out of it. Maybe not as much as people would have liked, but still a lot out of it. Excellent. Good. Well, I'm glad you, you went, and you went for the the full three days. I probably would have given up, you know, halfway through one day and went, fuck this, I'm going home. No, there was... <clears> it, it, was, it, was uh, it was a... It was something that I had to do and yeah. I wanted to do. And if I am planning on if I am planning on going to the one in Orlando, I yeah. definitely want to be able to do all of the one in London before I decide to go halfway across the world to do it yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I really enjoyed yeah. it. So I'm going yeah. to be onto the PR company. When it comes to events, I have to multitask. I have to do more than one job. Otherwise, I get bored shitless. That's why every time I would go do Fright Fest, I would be reviewer, yeah. interviewer, photographer. <laughs> Uh, and, and I guess the last one I did podcast as well, all at the same time. Yeah, um, I had to do it all. Otherwise, because if I just sit in there, I get bored. Even when it goes to like going to the pub in between movie or in between events and stuff, you know, I, I'd get bored. Yeah. So uh, that's why I like doing that event so much. Uh, when I used to cover that, won't be covering it this year though. No, I was thinking about doing that on my uh, um, sale song out of the uh, website, but uh, I can mention this now. Technically, right now, I am no longer the editor at Filmwork. No, you're not. We are now equals. Well. Yeah, well, you load your own crap onto the website. I load my own crap onto the website. I do load my own crap onto the website. I am literally, well, I would say I'm literally just a podcaster, but there is the occasional re- review here and there, because I have mm. done a couple uh, lately. Yeah. Because someone fucking, you know, had trouble with Jason Bourne. But we'll come to that. We'll come to that. It's not my fault. <laughs> it actually wasn't my fault. I was there on time. Yeah. We'll get and, to it. Uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll come to that one later on in, in, in this episode. Yeah. But yes, yeah, yeah, there you go. I can like, announce my sort of semi retirement. I am no longer the the boss, the no. big cheese. Hey, shut up. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's, uh, let's talk Comic Con. Yes, now that we're at the half hour mark, let's talk yeah. about Comic Con. Uh, right, so we weren't there. <laughs> we had. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we we were not there this time around, but we did read about it <laughs> online. So let's um let's talk about our thoughts. Who do you, who do you think won DC or Marvel? Um um I haven't seen enough footage of panels and stuff to to really know or care. But um I have I have seen the the trailers. So for DC we had um, Justice what? League and Wonder Woman and Suicide Squad. I, I I've avoided Suicide Squad because I've avoided all the trailers since the first couple. Because there's been so many, and I don't need any more. Yeah. And, and my opinion of it is going a bit eh at the moment, so I need to see it with fresh eyes. And yeah. I haven't seen the trailers that I have seen initially for a long time, so a lot of it has gone out of my mind. In fact, when I think about it, I'm just all I'm seeing in my head or hearing in my head is that goddamn um, Queen song playing right. over one of the trailers, yeah. And then Ballroom Blitz, the one after that. Ugh, God. Anyway, so I avoided that one. Uh, so your opinion of that, you know, will count more than me. I, but I did watch the Wonder Woman trailer and the uh, Justice League, whatever it was, yeah. trailer-ish thing. Sneak peek. <clears throat> yeah, sneak peek. Uh, Marvel-wise, I saw the Doctor Strange trailer. And that's it. And that's it. But I did watch the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 panel. Obviously, I didn't see any of the footage because the, that gets cut out of the videos. Um, and I know they made lots of announcements. So, in in terms of effort, DC kind of won because they were showing stuff. But I also very recently saw the Batman vs Superman Ultimate Edition, and DC can still fuck right off, in my opinion. Have you yeah. seen the Ultimate Edition? Not yet. Okay, so the, the short the the short uh, verdict is the first hour now makes more sense. The last two hours are even longer and just as dog shit. 
That's it. I I I gave it uh uh two stars when we saw it. Uh, and the ultimate edition gets two and a half for that slightly more bit of clarity in the first hour. It's on the up, folks. Yeah. Well, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All they got to do is remove the entire third act, <laughs> put in something else, and uh, yeah, yeah, maybe it'll get up to three. Yeah, maybe. Then again, maybe not. Okay. See, I, I would probably be in the same group as you in that I do think DC won the weekend, but yeah. they had to win the weekend. And they went in with effort because yeah. they had to bring some. If they, yeah, they had to bring If they went and didn't them. turn up, like people would say, well, why fucking bother? And there's a lot of hype around the Suicide Squad. And I'll talk about it briefly because you haven't seen it. But the tra- trailer looked good. Uh, a lot of the same. You know, we've kind of got the vibe now what this is going to be, but hopefully there is something fresh in the film. Um, was there any more because uh, I've been hearing a lot of news of there's not really much focus on Will Smith at all it's like no one's talking about him no and I think that's a good thing because he he has got top billing mm. so there's going to be some stuff going on with him that we don't know about I think it's just because of everyone that they've shown a lot of like you know you've got um, bet you any money it's because he's got a daughter and he's doing it for her well yeah no of course it's, we know that <laughs> um, but it's because everyone else has got such y'all uh, better save world uh, we, we, I know. Um, it's because everyone else has got like such outlandish powers. Like you've got cro- crocodile killer croc, who's a fucking crocodile. Yeah. You've got Harley Quinn, who's just a babe. You've got the Joker, who's got his laugh. You've got um, the uh, Inferno Domino, whatever the fuck his name is. The Dynamo. <laughs> Dynamo. Dyna- is that his name? Dynamo. No. Shit. Diablo. Diablo. You've got Diablo, who's like all fire. So like. And then you've got, like, what, Will Smith who shoots guns. Yeah. So that's why. But if he's got tough buildings, there's going to be something going on with him. And... Mind you, yeah. Rick Flagg's got to be just as sort of boring and straight. He's just like the leader, isn't he? I'm worried yeah. that he'll get overshadowed by Will Smith. Rick Flagg? Rick Flagg. He will get overshadowed by Will Smith. He that's should do. He should do. Boomerang yeah. looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 the character I'm worried about the most is Rick Flagg. Yeah. Being the leader, I'm worried he's going to get stuck with a straight man role. Yeah, but he is. Like, he is yeah. He is a straight man. I don't know, but you, you just kind of feel sorry for Joel Kinnaman because he's a good actor. Ah, I wasn't mad was, on him in House of Cards. Was he in that? He's in the current season of that, yeah. Oh, is he? I haven't seen that. He, he, uh, the Killing, my other half watched, he uh, liked him in that. Okay. Robocop was dog shit, but that's not his fault. No. But uh, he was very good in that uh, Liam Neeson uh, cheapy thriller, Run All Night, played his son. He was very oh, good yeah, in that. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, so, so yeah, so DC had to win. Had to win. Um, Wonder Woman, what do you think? Uh, I think it's their... Captain it's basically America, their the Captain America. Adventure. It is, yeah. isn't it? The, yeah. uh, the, the first film, because it's first set in the yeah. past... Um, and the outfit she's got more colour in it um, and you know fine um, uh, we'll see um, it uh, looks it, good it, it, it does look good they've got a very good cast I am worried about the amount of slow-mo in action scenes or yeah, I was know, that the, just the trailer I, I, di- I hope so because I didn't mind the one you know you had that great shot where she like jumped over a rock and she's um, got her bow and arrow towards yeah, 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 yeah. that was fine it was the one where she was like sliding on her knees across a room exactly and it didn't look so much slow motion she like it, it, it looked like it actually paused <laughs> for a second it looked like it, like it looked like someone just pressed pause and then play a second yeah. later um, I don't want I don't want more of that you don't need that it, no. that'd look fucking better if it was normal if but it was if, normal you, if you rewatch that trailer and just literally Pay attention to the amount of slow motion shots. Even when she walks in with that dress and the sword stuck to her back, that's done in slow motion. And I'm like, is that just the trailer? I think, yeah, it must be just the trailer. 
I don't know, man, because whenever someone like goes in somewhere, it's like, everyone's dressed in ball gowns and shit and whatever, and she's nicely dressed, and then suddenly here comes the sword, and it suddenly cuts to slow motion. Anyone? Let me just say to to cross with that why that is rubbish. Because in Die Hard, when Bruce Willis reached for that fucking gun behind his neck, mm. they didn't cut to slow motion. Holy! Yeah. No. No. Um, why did no one realise that she had a fucking sword in her arse? <laughs> why did she not realise she had a sword up her arse? We're getting into weird territory here. but um, We are. Yeah. But, like, yeah, there's, there's things like, you know, that's a weird dress. Oh, that's actually the hilt of a weapon. Yeah. You you're hiding a wet, you're hiding a sword in a ball gown. <laughs> you know, fucking frisker. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but uh, but uh yeah, what what? The what? Trailer looks fine, so I'm like, yeah, no, it, it doesn't convince me that she can act, um, but she can do action. So well, we already knew that with Fast and Furious, and I did like that they had that um the theme song, that theme music again. Now a lot of people, <sighs> I liked it, and that's the thing. Like a lot of people did say it was one of the best things in Batman v Superman, so that's why they're back on it again right um, yeah yeah that's you know. why they're back on it again yeah, I of course Hans Zimmer isn't actually doing the score for this movie I don't think he is um, <coughs> fucking drums dum, yeah. Dum, so yeah. yeah so Wonder Wonder Woman looked, looked good I'm, I'm up for it um, yep. not that I wasn't before but now it's good to just see some stuff because last time we saw stuff was that um, you know Batman, before Batman v <laughs> Superman came out we had that weird Kevin Smith hosted DC film half hour panel not panel mm. TV show and he was like talking about what's coming up um but yeah, so that was that, we saw a bit of Wonder Woman in that. It wasn't that great, but yeah. this looked good, so I'm up for it. Justice League. Um, can I go first? Go on. <laughs> I dislike Ben Affleck now. So do I. He was too smirky. Ooh, he was, wow, Chris Joni, go. <laughs> he no, he he's doing he was doing my head in in this. He was too. Uh, I, he wasn't he was, Bruce Wayne, was he? No, he was. At he, all. he was Bruce Wayne in Batman v Superman. Yeah, he was fucking. He was brilliant in Batman v Superman. But what yep. I have to say about the film, he was brilliant. He was a different character here, and I do hope that it's just because you know he was he was in situations where he had to make light of stuff. You know, how can you be really sour and dour and try and get this person that you don't know you've ever spoken to, who is a fucking god who talks to fish? Yeah. Um. <laughs> He was doing very Ben Affleck acting, the way that he speaks. Yeah. Um, and anyone that's like, I don't know Ben Affleck movies, what are you talking about? The very first line that he speaks in this trailer, I can't remember what it is, but I just remember immediately when I rewatched it, he's being Ben Affleck. And it's and it's the um, there was a, a, a pause inflection between words mm. in the first sentence that he speaks. So whatever it's, that it's, is, it's, everybody. It's when he's asking the people in the in the yeah. restaurant about about Aquaman, about, about yeah. um, Arthur Curry. Yeah. That that first line of dialogue, you listen to that, and you go, I could literally take that and drop it in any other Ben Affleck movie. That's the way that he, he, he he's, he's sort of talking. I mean, and that that's was... not the way he spoke in BVS. No, no. Yeah. So wow, I'm so I'm, I'm well pleased you picked that up straight away. <laughs> no, he, he, I, I didn't like it. Now I will say that this, you know, they're they're like they're they've either just finished shooting this, yes. or they're still shooting it. Um, so I can understand why we only saw. Essentially, character pieces. Yeah. As, you know, there was. We were only ever going to see people talking in this sneak peek. Yeah. Um. And Barry Allen, Ezra Miller looked really good. I the fucking flash out if it didn't. Yeah. 
Yes, it did. Yeah, it looked dog shit, mate. No, that looked good. And it makes no sense at all. It's like, oh, it's made out of this so that I, you know, I don't melt when I run. It's like, what about your face then? <laughs> what um, about his face? Well, because his face is exposed. It's not covered. It's is not it? about him melting. It's the suit melting. <clears throat> Whatever. The suit. Well, why the hell does he need to wear a suit in the first place then? I thought it was so that he doesn't burn up when he when he goes. No. No, he's fine. So it's just the suit. All right, fine. Fine, I take that back. Uh, hey, I'm not a Flash fan, but that outfit looked... Hey, don't get me wrong, it didn't look as dog shit as the one that we saw on BVS. But um, did not like it. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Uh, uh, but he was good, but he's clearly going to be the comic relief, because obviously Aquaman's a moody fucker. Well, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, Aquaman is a moody fucker. And basically, Flash is... Is Aquaman a moody fucker in the comics? I have no idea. Or just doesn't like he, he's a, Man, if, if you were here with Superman... <laughs> Batman, The Flash, and Wonder Woman, and your thing was that you could talk to Goldfish, I'd be moody as fuck as well. You just want Superman to jump out the ground and grab him, put him over his knee, and give him a fucking spanking. Well, Superman has to come out to life first. Exactly. Spoiler. Um, or not. Or not. Probably not. He's not dead. Um, but the moment when uh, Bruce Wayne chucks the old uh, Batarang <laughs> uh, at yeah. The Flash, I was like, yeah, right, that's good, I like that. Yeah. And then he's like, let me just cut you off right there, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean the Flash is clearly Spider-Man. Yes. Did you get that? Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I mean that scene was uh, Iron Man meets Spider-Man in Civil War. Yeah. And I, that's I think that's the issue is that they are going and that's fine. Like you know you can't you know D, you know you can, you're going to compare DC and Marvel. And that's what we're doing. Marvel are so far ahead of DC and they've found their niche. Like they haven't found their niche. Just Marvel have now found what works. You know, like Thor: The Dark World didn't work because it was too jokey. But then. You know, Civil War was really serious and maybe a little bit too serious. Like, it's a great film, but, you know, I think now they found their, their balance. D, uh, DC, are, they were trying to be a bit more serious and that wasn't working. And now they're going a little bit jokey and it might be a bit too jokey now. So I think they need to find, you know, we are now, what, eight, nine years into the Marvel thing? Yeah. So I think once DC gets there, then it'll be on a, on a level, you know? So who is, who is Aquaman the equivalent of from uh, Marvel? Thor. Thor? Yeah. Yeah. Guy from a different land who speaks weird. Yeah. And has long hair. Well, actually, isn't that um, Superman? Without long hair. Uh, Superman. Superpowers and from a different world. No, Superman. I only say that because, I mean, obviously, he has Superman's Captain Hulk. America. Superman is Hulk because he has no lines. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Next. God. Right. So. See what I mean? DC won the weekend. I'm depressed just thinking about these films. I know, but uh, look at uh, Justice League. It looked fine. What's bumming me out is that everyone is giving, is still giving them a pass, even after the bullshit that was BVS. They're still like, well, yeah, but you know, they, they, they'll course correct it. I'm like, no, they haven't, because Zack Snyder's still here. But he... All right, I'll I've, all, I've already said that, you know, I, my argument is that they're not there yet. They're doing this for the first time, just like Marvel doing it for the first time. Marvel weren't fucking perfect at the start. I remember yeah, they were. They did Iron Man. That was a great film. What it was an amazing film. And if you look what at... Um, next? If I'm going to throw what it up next? on... Shut up. On Rotten Tomatoes, it is the highest rating out of the lot. What came next? Uh, the Incredible Hulk. Okay, what came next? Thor? What came no, next? Iron Man 2. Then Thor. Then Captain America. Yeah. Okay, so so the first round wasn't perfect. Exactly. But were any of them dog shit? Thor. Yeah, it was alright. Incredible Hulk. It wasn't dog shit. It was bearable. Thor. Right, Thor 2. Into this. That was uh, Phase 2. You're thinking exactly. about Iron Man 2. Ex- phase 2. Okay, yeah. let's talk... Oh, 
Right, well, fate, right, fine. Right, they've done a couple that are dog shit. Yeah. And DC have only done a couple when they're both dog shit. Man of Steel isn't dog shit. Man of Steel is not dog shit. Right, okay, okay, I'll give you. Both of them have got Kevin Costner in it and he gets a pass from me every time. And Ben Affleck was fantastic in Batman v Superman. Yes, he was. And when he rescued Mom, um, Martha, sorry. Will you say that name? Um, yes, fine. Oh, God, can we talk about Marvel, please? Right. Let's talk Marvel. Dude, you're uh, the host. You've got to lead the charge. Let's talk Marvel. Let's talk Captain Marvel. Brie Larson has officially been cast. Happy? Yeah, I'll go with that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she's super. She, Great actress. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. She, um... You, I, I assume you've watched Room. What? Watch what? Room. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, well deserved uh, Oscar. So yeah, good for her. You know, time to you know write my my name is in the uh, headlines. Let me get my myself in a franchise. Get a couple of other dramatic roles on the side. So good yeah. for her. She's she's in her Jennifer Roland, uh, Lawrence phase of uh, of uh, the career has taken off. Oh, hopefully, yeah. Um, so we'll see. I I have no idea what Captain Marvel is or what she's about. So we'll see. But I'm like, yeah, good. I like her. It's a lot better than Ronda Rousey from Fast and the Furious 7. Yeah, that was chat for a bit, wasn't it? Expendables 3. Oh, well, well she was she was lobbying for the role, and everyone was like, fuck you. No. We need someone that can act. I know. And that's, you know, it's great that actually getting, you know, Oscar winners now going for these kind of roles, because it just means, you know, we can go and watch these films and actually just see brilliant people acting as well. Yes. Uh, but then again, we need people that can direct to, and the, the latest name for Captain Marvel is because uh, they're going for a woman, wouldn't you know it? Is uh, Rachel Talalay, who uh, directed Nightmare on Elm Street 6, Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare, and then she did Tank Girl. Tank Girl, uh, Tank Girl suffered from not having a, a, a great budget, but it also suffered from being dog shit. Tank Girl isn't dog shit. It's fucking horrid and miscast. So, But Captain Marvel hopefully is not miscast, so we'll see. Nightmare on Elm Street 6 isn't dog shit. That's the worst. No, the fifth one's the worst one. It's the second worst one. It's still pretty bad. And it is dog shit. You know why? Because we, as a, a unity, gave it the zero star. You're not the boss anymore, so you can't talk about this kind of stuff. I'm the oh, host. You just have to listen to me. Wait a minute. I'm a contributor still, so I, I have a say. I have a piece of the pie. Contribute your mouth to the, uh, to the door. To uh, silence. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, uh, Brie Larson, yeah, super, great a- great cast, fanta- great casting, fantastic. Doctor Strange. Uh, okay, so I-, I did watch the trailer, I didn't want to, because I thought, oh, I don't want to give uh, give myself, uh, you know, But if anything, I'm more confused. Really? Oh, I've watched, it, I've watched the trailer three times, because like you, when I first watched it, I was more confused. So I've watched it a few more times, I'm like, okay, yeah, okay, yep, 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 I actually do like the trailer. But I didn't the first time I saw it. You didn't, Okay. Because when you see it, you kind of go, oh, it is bloody Inception with the, the, the effects and stuff. And you watch it a few more times, you go, actually, yeah, it's more the kaleidoscope kind of thing. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, I'm in. Uh, yeah. It could still go tits up. I don't think it will. I, and I only say that because you only heard Benedict Cumberbatch talk a few times. And on all of those times, I was like, whoa, with that accent. I know. We talked about this when the first trailer came out. Um, in that yeah. It just sounds like uh, Hugh Laurie in House. Yeah, yes. Um, it's exactly that sort yeah. of thing so that's I, going on. I just, I just just have a British accent. Yeah. But then people would say, oh, it's Sherlock. It's, it's not. And it's like, hey, look, if you can recast people uh, of different ethnicities uh, in different roles, then why can't you recast Doctor Strange as British, not that we've already had that many Doctor Strange movies anyway, mm. assholes. Yeah. Yes. 
So and the the, the the whatever she's called, the fucking chosen one. Ancient. She, uh, yeah, she's now a female, and apparently that was male. So who fucking cares? Yeah, it was, a, it was a male Asian accent. man, and now it's a female white woman. So, but again, like if it, it doesn't matter. You know, it, it, we, again, yeah. we gave we talked about this already, and I just you know, there's so much more going on in the world. Pick your fucking battles. Big deal. A woman got a job. Fantastic. Indeed. Um. But th- this uh, is the uh, argument that just keeps coming up about, yeah. oh, this is changing, that's changing. And then there was Star Trek as well. Sulu's gay. And, uh, well, and even George Takei was like, oh, my God. Which I actually give him power to because it's like it's, it's cool when someone, cause him being a gay man, actually going, no, I don't like that. Not because yay gay pride, but because that wasn't the intention. So I think it's even more power to him being a gay man, yeah. rallying against it kind of thing. I do... With that, and yeah, I do, I do kind of want to, I, Simon Pecker and said that the um, the the reason behind uh, Sulu being gay was in kind of in tribute to George uh, Takei, which is fair enough. Yeah. But it's lazy. It was lazy. It, it is lazy. And then the, the issue with that is that George... But it also would have been lazy if, if they made Spock gay. Also, oh, it wouldn't make sense because he's yeah. in a ship with the Hura. But it would have been lazy in that sense because that actor is actually gay in real yeah. life. So they should have picked fucking Scotty or someone or else. Or just not do it. I mean, or I, just I, not do it. But like, it's just, oh, it's, it's I've just seen the film and it means nothing in it other than he is in a relationship and they have an adopted child I, I guess in the sense you're like oh wow in the future gay men can be together and have a daughter they can be Woo, together and have blows a my now. mind big deal uh, more power to them but it's just it's just a lazy tribute because and yeah. George is fair enough and then he said you know then it just looks like the entire TV show he was closet which I'm not yeah, you know, and I and I get that. So yeah, um, yeah, it's it's it is it's nice of Simon Pegg to think about doing something like that. Yeah, but it was lazy. More on uh, Star Trek Beyond in our next episode, where I do a spoiler special with Ben Pegley. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, Which I'm recording tonight. If Chris ever goes home, sorry, uh, Doctor Strange, I'm up for it. That weird kaleidoscope thing, yeah, looks good. Um, Stephen Strange's hands, which is incantations, and the weird um, yep. diagrams uh, surround them. Superb. Uh, quick, quick question about his hands. He gets into an accident. Isn't his hands supposed to get all fucked up? Yeah. But then I, I never saw pictures of fucked up hands other than him in bed, in the hospital bed. Yeah, his hands are fucked up. He's no longer able to um, work as a surgeon. But but he can use his hands, right? Just not play the piano. <laughs> he can use his hands. He just can't. They're they're no longer steady. Okay. But then the, basically the entire his journey is about trying to fix his hands. <laughs> Doctor Strange, are you sober? Put your hand up in the air. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, but he can yeah. do Harry Potter shit with well, his hands. This, well, this is the thing. Like, his journey is about he wants to fix his hands so he can get back to work. But instead, he fixes his hands and then also goes down this path and does this instead. Doesn't that make this character uh, outdated because of modern day uh, surgical procedures that you could have done on your hands, uh, like a hand transplant or a hand job? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, I don't know, like, every character's fucking dated. Um, anyways. So, yeah, Doctor Strange looks fun. Looks good. And Scott yeah. Derrickson's good. Benji Comrade's good. Tilda Swinton is good. Mads Mikkelsen's good. What's yep. that like? Yep. Chiwetel uh, Ejiofor looks good. Yeah, he does. And we'll probably get a bit of, ah, next time gadget from him. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I, I reckon he... Phase 4, Doctor Strange I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think anything happened to him in this... In this in this film, 
I think he will not be banned to the second film. <laughs> oh, I, that's I, what I mean. At the end of this one, they might well, be like, but, fuck but, you. But I, no, I hope they don't hint at it at all. Oh, no. Do you think it'll be like a, a Green Lantern post-credit thing that they did with... Um, Sinestro. Sinestro. I hope not. I'd rather they just didn't hint at it, and then the second film, he just like turns bad like halfway through, and then is the big bad. Good. Um, anyways, Guardians, you said you watched the panel. I didn't. Talk. Oh, my God. Um, it kind of almost made me go, if this is what the film is going to be like in terms of humour, I am out of here. Um, they had um, a bunch of people come on stage in costume, and you can look this up on YouTube, people. James Gunn's on there, yay, and, and here come, and it's like a, a team. I thought it was um, uh, Michael Rooker's character's team of lackeys. Um, I thought it was his, uh, you know, his, like group of ravagers, whatever you want to call them. And they were all in costume, and they were all acting in character. So whenever they announced on someone on stage, they were booing and hissing or, or just making the lamest jokes that you've heard on the planet. It was a cringe-worthy experience watching it on fucking YouTube. Um, so how the hell people got into it in person, I don't know. It was a horrid thing to watch. And, and, they, and they stayed there. And even James Gunn's like, shut up, you lot, you know, and we're introducing, uh, um, I was going to say Chris Pine, Chris Pratt. And Chris Pratt would come on and they were all like surround him and go, ooh, it was like real pantomime bullshit going on. Can I pause an argument? Yeah. Um, this is a family-friendly panel. Oh, yes, it was. Yeah. So, I mean, like, you know, kids... <laughs> When we, were talk- when we talked about Guardians of the Galaxy before it actually came out, we said, what will sell this film is Rocker Raccoon. Um, because that's going to yeah. bring the kids in, and if that works, yeah, brilliant. So, Guardians of the Galaxy is a fun film. It's a- I, really- I still enjoy the film. It's a really good film. So, if they want, they're just piggybacking on the back of that. They're go- there's going to be some, like, really cool stuff in this film, but because, obviously, Rocket Raccoon wasn't at the panel, because Baby Groot wasn't yeah. at the panel... yeah. And there's probably kids there. There's probably kids watching. So what do you do? You just you have the ravages there to be the pantomime because that's what kids are going to watch. That's what kids are going to you know. But then again, you know full well that everyone that was in at that panel were queuing up for several days to get in there, and that very very unlikely included lots and lots and lots of little kids. At all the panels I was at, there's a lot a lot a lot of little kids at Star Wars Celebration that were queuing for hours. <laughs> so I. Because uh, uh, the Comic Con over there, they're literally arguing for days to get into certain oh, I know, places. I know. Um, yeah, it was a kids' show, but none of it was funny, and they were nothing but annoying. Um, when you see it, you you can come back to us on that. Okay. Um, but anyone that did see it, hey, if you liked it, then hey, you're the most easily pleased person on the planet. We don't need to talk you into anything. You will enjoy any goddamn movie that you see. Yeah. Um, but. Um, ugh. Uh, obviously, we haven't seen the footage, but the reaction was positive, apparently. Yes, uh, and Kurt Russell showed up. Woo! Yeah, it's great. He's playing Ego, the living planet, um, which is. I hope it's just his head floating in space. Uh, I don't think not. I'm, not if he's. Um, yeah, I'm joking. Spoiler. Obviously, obviously I don't want. Uh, <laughs> well, you never know. He, yeah. he is who he is, but um. I'm looking forward to seeing Stallone in his uh, semi-cameo, whatever it is, yeah. his small role. I'm looking forward to that. Um, and I hope that he gets to share the screen with Kurt Russell. We'll yeah, be a Tango, Tango and Cash, Cash reunion. Yeah, do it again. Why not? Next. 
Next, uh, let's pick up the pace. We're coming right, to an hour. Let's quickly go through these ones: Spider-Man, Thor three, and Black Panther. Let's do Black Panther first. Black Panther. I know they announced some uh, details about cast and story, so but I didn't really pay too much attention right, to so it. Michael B. Jordan is the uh, is the villain of the piece. He's Killmonger. Okay. And you've got Black Panther's there. Obviously, you've got uh, Lupicia is there. Uh, Michonne from Walking Dead, she's going to be in it. Oh, really? Yeah, she's... Oh, they just cast uh, uh, Lenny... Is it Lenny James, who um, plays... Oh, who's the guy that that's, uh, Brick hooks up with in the last uh, season? He, he joins them. The black dude, whose son... He's the one that saves him in the, the first series. I haven't watched, I've watched the series. Oh, oh the, the, the guy from the actual very first season. Very, very first season with the son. Yeah. Him. Oh, right. He's been cast in Blade Runner 2. Yes, he has been. He's really good. Mm. So I look forward to that. All right, cool. So uh, she's in that. Yeah. Um, so, th- so yeah, it was just it, they haven't filmed anything. So they just turned up and said, "Oh, this is everyone," and everyone cheered. Yes. Tour three. Uh, we already talked about the fact that uh, you got some sub villains in the form of um, Carl Urban and um, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Uh, beyond that, John is, there, is there, there much else? Huh? I was going to say John Goodman there. I couldn't think of his John name either. That's really bad. <laughs> um, anyway, sorry, go on. Uh, is there much else there? Did they announce much? I love the logo. Yeah, it did make me think. He man. <laughs> I love the logo. And the masters of the universe. I love, yeah, I, that I, was I, so eighty sci-fi. I love logo. it. I love it. It's brilliant. Yeah. No, but it did make me think. So Ragnarok, the end of all things. Eh, maybe not. Yeah, it's a bit. Look at the. Uh, maybe, maybe with a wink and a kick and a and a hmm. kick and its heel up behind yeah. it in its in its uh, stride. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Taika Waititi is that how you pronounce his name? Yes. Yeah. yeah. He. I mean, what we do in the shadows is a great film. Yeah, it's um, great. His new one that's coming out apparently is very good with Sam Neill. Oh, uh, Wilder. Uh, Hunt for the Wilder yeah, people or yeah. something, yeah. That's meant to be very good as well. So, yeah, I'm, 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 looking for, I'm looking forward to that. Um, mm. But I'm. Do you see, he, he, um, he tweeted. He, he, put, he tweeted this along with the photo. So he said, thanks a lot, Thor. And it was just uh, Mjolnir just on the top of his toilet, holding the, to- <laughs> holding the toilet seat down. Or holding the toilet down. I just. Like, I'm. This is going to be a great film. And it's they're they're doing Planet Hulk basically that's what they're doing, yeah looks mixed great. in with yeah. Ragnarok yeah so yeah. which I'm up for and then with Taika Waititi's all right jokes. I'll tell you what I'm worried about because of this lighter fucking logo I instantly went okay so it's going to be light it's actually not going to be that heavy it's going to be a lot lighter hello Thor two and 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 like and because it's not set on Earth therefore CGI reliant hello John Carter from Mars oh that's right and Thor might get thrown into a ring to fight. The Hulk at one point. Hmm. Planet Hulk. You know, an arena of people fighting. Hello, John Carter again. Oh shit. I. Yeah, I didn't think about that, did you? No, you've ruined it for me now. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not thinking that too. I'm not thinking that far ahead. Look, I have a lot of faith in Taika Waititi. So. I do, and and that's the thing that doesn't fit into what I've got going on in my head. I'm like. But this guy's in charge. Yeah. So clearly he's not going to do that. Yeah. So thank fuck for that. I know. Unless he gets fucked by the producers and the second unit director is doing all the action. Blah, 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 blah. No, I don't, I don't think so. It'd be, in, it'd be interesting to see and what he does with the, action. And now you said the hammer on the toilet, which is a funny gag. Yeah. But I'm also like, yeah, that's, that's kind of like Thor hanging up his fucking hammer in the second one. Which was the which, best thing which, in the which film. Which was funny. You, 
The amount of people that rail against that joke now is amazing. Oh, the door, door handle. Yeah, oh, that's just stupid. I'm like, you were all fucking laughing that night because yeah. we were there and we all fucking heard you. Yeah. We were laughing with you. Yeah, because it was funny. Shit. These films, you don't take them too fucking seriously. Oh, when it comes to a backtracking press, we'll mention that when we mention Ghostbusters later. Ha. Yep, uh, next. Finally, Spider-Man. Uh, there's some casting. Yeah. So, Whatever. And it is going to be the vulture, so right, right okay. We got the, that'll um, be an interesting bad guy. How he uh, works. Did you see the um, concept art? Yeah. Yeah. Look, vulture looked good. Did yeah. you see his talents look great. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, is that what he does? Flies around and causes mayhem. Yeah. All right. Okay. So and that's that. Just, I mean, just be interested in what his uh, grand plan is in the scheme of things. If that's his costume. There'll be there'll <laughs> be a grand plan. There's always a grand plan. Fair enough. Do you want to briefly mention Kong, Skull Island? Oh, right, yeah. Uh, I saw the trailer, and the trailer wasn't nearly as bad as I was expecting, but it's also one of those trailers where I'm pretty sure they showed all their best dramatic moments. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I, So is Sam Jackson going to be the sort of bad guy here, or will it be John Goodman, or a bit of both? Both, I'd say. Them two at loggerheads, and then... Yeah. And then I want them two and them shouting at each other. Yeah, Tom Hiddleston in the middle doing fuck all, apparently. Yeah. He, um, no, he'll, he'll do something in the end. Well, he, well, he's he's the the, the nondescript fucking loser who we will not be talking about hero by the end of the film. It's clearly going to be a, a Goodman and Jackson movie, and then obviously the monkey. Um, and the girl is uh, Brie Larson. So God, I hope it's good for her sake. Yeah. Um, all right, you know, it, it could. Uh, it looks be good. interesting. It looks. It does look yeah, interesting. It looks mysterious. They didn't show. They showed. was a lot, but actually showing us anything. So I'm up, I'm up for that. But it's it's a, a case of right. But uh, all right, when you actually think about it, what could that story be? When you throw a giant monkey in there, what are they their plan going to be? Fuck, there's that. Let's escape. Or fuck, there's that. Let's catch it. Or fuck, there's that. Let's kill it. Yeah, we'll see. It's literally going to come down well, to like one of those I, few I need, things. I need these kind of films. That are all, that's what they are. Remember Godzilla. Remember monsters. You know, like that's what these are. That's why you need someone to come in and go. Right, we need to twist that expectation into something completely different. Maybe they have. Again, we haven't seen anything yet. I know. I'm, that's what I'm just saying. Is that when it comes down to it, it's like that's kind of where you you get stuck. So therefore, if it is one of those three things, you can do one of those three things and do it well. But will it be good or will it be King Kong? <laughs> I don't want to be King Kong. I don't think it will be either. Yeah. Um, do you? I haven't seen it, but do you want to mention Sherlock season four? Uh, the trailer, yeah. I mean, it was only a couple of minutes, but um, yeah, th- th- they still haven't let go of the Moriarty thing. Is he going to come back or is he not? Um, judging by the Christmas special, no, he's not. Um, judging by this trailer, Toby Jones is going to be a villain in at least one of the three episodes. But it, it, they're trying to give it a more serious Sherlock at his wit's end and everyone, you know, getting a bit more serious than, than normal. Um, and I'm all for that if you deliver on that. And by that I mean uh, one of your, your main supporting characters has got to go. Okay. Um, I want to see collateral damage this time if they are going to push in that direction trailer-wise. So whether it's Molly, who is, the I suppose, the obvious one to go for, yeah. or his brother, um, oh, yeah. you've got to show something that is going to have an effect. If they're going to continue this into the future, which they can do. You know, I don't need a, a season of Sherlock every year because yeah, the is, character can get older. Is Moffat going to kill anyone, though? Probably not. That's the thing. I'm worried about, oh, or is it going to be like the Christmas special where it's all in his fucking head? And you're just like, oh, right, well, that was kind of clever writing, but it does ruin the second viewing. You're just kind of like, well, whatever. Um, but I like the show. 
Um, season three doesn't have quite the repeat value as uh, the first two, um, especially with the introduction of um, uh, the wife uh, for uh, uh, John, um, played by his real life wife. In fact, um, I thought she was actually miscast, but there you go. Yeah, like I've 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 met the two of them, Martin and um. Oh my God, what's her name? Uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, only because I don't follow her because I wasn't a fan. That's in my head. I need to cut this. Sorry. Uh, Chris is looking it up on the internet. I was forgetting the last name of the character. Mary something. <laughs> Watson. Alright. <laughs> Doing it again. I've met the two of them before. Uh, I'm not cutting that out. Fuck off. I am not cutting that out. This is going out uncut. Don't be There you go, listeners. This is how we do the podcast. We fuck up and only go, all right, let's run that again. Oh, and then do it again. You're awful. I've got to get this up in like a couple of days. Just cut this. Just Behind look at the, the Look at where it is. <laughs> look at it. Right, we're at a minute and three. Fine, fine, I'll do it. <laughs> Anyways, I've, I've, I've met Martin quite a few times. I used to, in my old job, I used to work with him quite a bit. And I've met his wife, Amanda, quite a few times. And... They're lovely, and she's lovely as well. Uh, but yeah, I, I do agree that she was a bit miscast. I don't think she was yeah. the right person for the job. Um, and what they did with the character, because they made her a, an antagonist at one point, mm. and then it comes back from that, and I'm like, what, really? Yeah, you're still going to be together? And all? No. Yeah, I didn't buy it. That's like, that, that does remind me of um, you know, X-Men Apocalypse, after Magneto kills everyone. <laughs> See you later, guys. Yeah. With the Irish accent. See you yeah. later, guys. <laughs> no worries, no worries, buddy. Fist bump yep. between him and uh, him yep. And, and we're gonna yep. See you later, Eric. I'm you gonna work, everyone. work on the X Men here. See All right. See you later, guys. You congrats, killed, congrats. You congrats. Good luck. Everyone. Get back. You're going to jail. See you later, guys. Um, right. Let's uh, end this. Uh, do you want to mention the woods slash Blair Witch? Yes, uh, yeah, because this was announced uh, to be playing at Fright Fest this year, and they removed it from the program for whatever reason. But we'll, they'll get it as a as a, a free movie at some point. And uh, the big spoiler that came up is uh, spoiler is that suddenly all over the news is that it's actually a, a sequel to Blair Witch. Um, and uh, I, I raised this because it was funny because a friend of mine, uh, the group of guys that I know that do Fright Fest on a regular basis. Whenever something gets spoiled online for something, one of them will leap on there and go, don't go to this. And I was doing that with Game of Thrones. You know, stay away from this uh, thing or stay away from this website um, because the spoilers. Like when... Um, in the headline. The like, yeah, exactly. Like when the Hound came back, they're like, yeah, the Hound comes back in this episode. That's a spoiler if you haven't seen it. And although he's there right at the very beginning, but that is the nice reveal. Um, and a mate of mine, um, Dan, actually said, don't go to this website because they have that in their head they have this thing in their headline don't read it if you don't, haven't seen the episode yet so I knew to avoid that uh, and I'm glad I did because I loved the opening of that episode when the hand was revealed um, anyway so I, uh, my mate, our mate comes on and, and emails the, the, the four of us going oh the, the spoiler spoiler for this movie you know avoid this avoid the internet avoid fa- it's all over Facebook you can't avoid it so I thought right I don't know what the hell you're talking about well I knew you were talking about the film The Woods as it was then called but I didn't know what he was talking about. So I went, that's okay, I've not looked at anything, I'm not going to see a goddamn thing. And then other, one of the other ones comments and goes, yeah, but blah, 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 whatever, Blair Witch sequel, 
blah, 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 and spoiled it in whatever he, it was he said. And I was like, you fucking asshole, I haven't said anything. But to his credit, he said, no, but that is the thing. It's everywhere, is that they've changed the, the title of the film, so therefore, how are you going to avoid that when you go to see it? Yeah, I'm here, um, I'm here. Two, but, t- two tickets to the woods, please. Yeah. We don't have any film called the woods on. Well, exactly. Uh, what's on yeah. instead? Okay, so it, I'll, it's, I'll go see. Oh, you've got the Greywish <coughs> project on and again. Yeah, okay, fine. Uh, yeah, so happen? that would have been on a bottle. It's only because of the way the first guy uh, phrased it, you know, avoid the internet spoilers ahoy. Um, you thought, like, you know, oh... Oh, I, 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 I can sidestep this. Um, but yeah, no, it was actually the title thing. But I remember had a blazing row about it on our Facebook messengers about it. It was like, all right, fair enough. Um, yeah, so they changed that. And apparently it screened really well. And I looked it up, and the score is actually on Rotten Tomatoes, and it's high. Uh, and it's only a few, but it was literally at 100%. So apparently, and, and I looked at the running time, it's 89 minutes or so, so it's under an hour and a half, as a horror film should be. And especially if they're doing the fan footage thing again, then good. Uh, but the director did um, uh, Your Next, which is amazing, and he did The Guest, which was a, a, a quite a semi-big hit. Yeah, Adam Wingard, he is one to watch. Him and uh, another director called Ty West... Ty West has actually got a, a Western coming out later this year with um, John Travolta yeah, John Travolta is, is and uh, Ethan Hawke. Shut up, uh, Ethan Hawke and John Travolta. And, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, um, uh, quite a long title. I can't remember the hell it is, but he uh, has done some amazing stuff. Uh, but he, he he he's known for horror as well. But this is going to be a proper Western. Um, but those two are talents to watch because you look at their their uh, films and they are well conceived. Nice. Um, so good. good good for them and so good for Adam Wingard that this is getting a, a good response so I'm looking forward to that uh, can I just put one thing forward about for the it. response to the film do you reckon it's the response is everyone is putting it on you know everyone is giving it a fresh rating because they were surprised as opposed to the film actually being the film uh, no the uh, what I was reading in the reviews because I didn't go too in depth into the reviews but it wasn't like oh surprise this but it was they, they all said that it was tense throughout Okay. It was actually scary. Okay, which is that's what you want to hear. Which is new for horror films these days. Indeed, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so that was the thing, and I'm like, wow, that, that's that's cool. Yeah, and satisfying climax. Okay, which nice. is a huge thing for any film these days. There was a satisfying climax in the shallows, which I'll get to later on. Um, Excellent. But do you want to talk about Blade Runner? You've got Blade Runner two written down here. No, well, we already yeah, mentioned it. No, no, no. Only because uh, Lenny James got cast. Yeah. Now, we're going to get into the films that we've seen recently. Yes. Before we do, there is one trailer that you have not written down that we do need to talk about. Train Spotting Two. No. Train Spotting Two trailer was cool. It's just them standing on a train platform. Yeah. And I'm like, way. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. That isn't right. that isn't anywhere near as important as this film is. Yes. I mean, when it's a film where a man rides a motorcycle over the ocean. We need to talk about Triple X Three. Oh fucking hell, this, man! Any film oh, that opens God. with "Coming next January." Fuck off. January. Fuck off. <laughs> really? We're we getting it in January. January. Oh my God. Yeah. Girls um, and guns and yeah. domination. Where and director DJ Caruso. I know that guy because he um, he did a couple. His first sort of couple of films were sort of okay, and then he did one with um, Shia LaBeouf called Eagle Eye. Which was a oh, bit yeah, shit with yeah. Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah. He's sort of a you know does as he's told director. But I remember his name because his name always appears at the beginning of the end credits of films by a director called John Badham because he started working for him early in his career as an associate producer. 
and he might have done some second unit as well. But and, and I'm talking '90s films like Another Stakeout, <laughs> um, the uh, Nikita remake, the American remake, oh, yeah, or yeah, Point yeah. of No Return in America, uh, The Hard Way, Michael J. Fox, James Woods. Being you know the big film family, the credits well, I sort of hang around for a while, and you always get those sort of first three. Yeah, and that's a memorable name as well. DJ yeah, ex- exactly. And and you're, at that time you're thinking David Caruso. I know. Um, but yeah, exactly. Yeah, Ginger Boy. Um, yeah. So that's how I first cottoned onto his name. So he's obviously still directing. He, he must be like fifties, yeah. pushing sixty now. But I'm just like, yeah, actually thinking about this series, the last one, Lee Tamahori, the one before that, uh, Rob Cohen. Yeah, these are not A-list directors. No. These are directors that are there to do as they're fucking told. Yeah. Mind you, Rob Cohen did actually do Triple X, and the year before he did the first Fast and Furious. So that's probably when he was hot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, no, this trailer was bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this was ridiculous. He, he, he's on a motorcycle on the ocean. <laughs> how does how how the f- how? This is, you remember when you watch the A-Team and it's like, oh, that's a tank in the air and it's using its gun to propel itself? Oh, my God. That's stupid. This is more stupid. <laughs> this is more stupid. And, you know, with these films, you kind of, you, you know, it's what we always say, go in, fast and furious, switch off. You know, oh, oh my common sense light is blinking. Switch it off. Um, but this is, this is, a, this is another level. Do you know what would happen? Really? The, the, they've know? actually targeted January for this? Yeah. Even though D- Oliver did that some bullshit witch movie last year, which I didn't fucking see. Yeah. Um, he's still a hot thing at the moment, and they're targeting January? It's t- That's it's suicide. That Christmas lull, you know? like Idiots. January. Um... But yeah, this is a this is a thing. It's coming in January. Triple X three. See, if they said February, I'm like, okay, you, you're going after that Kingsman slash Deadpool money, which I had yeah. doubt in a couple of years ago. Remember, we saw De- yeah. uh, Kingsman. I was like, fuck that. It's coming out in bloody January, uh, February. So bullshit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anything in January can yeah take a hike. Yeah. Oh dear. Yeah. And it can't be low budget. Well, they're, if they're paying for a motorbike to go on the ocean, that's an expensive bike. <laughs> but let's finally, finally get down to um, the film reviews. We've seen a few few, few films recently. Um, yes. We've seen Ghostbusters Together. I've seen The Shallows, which yes. isn't out in the UK until mid-August, so Are I can you only embargoed? mention this. Okay. I'm not, it's been out in the US for a while, so yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah. embargoed as such, but obviously I'm not going to talk about okay. it in too much detail. And then you went to see Jason Bourne. Yes. I have also seen Star Trek, but that will be the next podcast, spoiler special with Ben Pegley. Mm. Um, again, when Chris goes home. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, but let's talk Ghostbusters. I don't want to be... Uh, Alright, all right. here's the thing about Ghostbusters that's annoying me. I mean, I didn't like the film. Um, I wasn't looking forward to it anyway. It had nothing to do with the fact that it was cast with women, but it was to do with the fact that it was cast with these women. Okay. I don't find Chris, uh, Kristen Wig. Is it Kirsten or Kristen? I keep getting it the wrong way around. Miss, Whatever. Ms. Wig. Wig and McCarthy. Um, McCarthy. I don't find them funny. I never have. Well, no, that's, that's, that's unfair. Yes, maybe one out of every 20 jokes they tell makes me chuckle. Spy was okay with McCarthy. Wig, no, I actually don't think she's ever made me laugh. Hated Bridesmaids and any, anything I've seen of her in that's dramatic, she is forgettable. 
the Martian she popped it up in. I just get annoyed by seeing her so often. So therefore, it's not someone that I'm looking forward to see on screen. So that's my baggage going in yeah, to Ghostbusters. Awesome. I accept that. That is my baggage. But you know, that's it is what it is. I'm not looking forward to this one because it was lazy casting. Let's get the SNL people in. And I've got a huge chip on my shoulder with the guys as well from the SNL era going right back into the 90s they are not as funny as as the 80s lot used to be yeah okay i will will agree with that you know you go into uh the 90s where you've got people like uh, ben stiller uh, and then leading into will ferrell uh, and whoever it is that we've got now that just went fuck off uh, casting each other in each other's movies at least then you know to avoid those comedies because they're stuck together the occasional ones you know do break out and they are funny there's the occasional film that is funny um your 22 jump street has a bit of crossover there they they're quite funny um but this was lazy casting uh, from my perspective but the whole anti-women thing was never an issue for me it wasn't the female ghostbusters that was bugging me it was the snl female ghostbusters that was bugging me and i got what i was expecting if not worse i even looked at you at one point and pulled a face and i never do that we did that during batman v superman did we yeah don't worry the island is uninhabited oh <laughs> fucking hell yeah yeah but uh, yeah i, I read uh, my my other friend chris um often does that when we watch films together he will look at me and i sometimes get annoyed because it's like just fucking watch the goddamn film and bitch about it later <laughs> but i was doing it to you and i was actually annoyed that i had done it to you during ghostbusters because i was like what the fuck man um it was bugging me but the thing that's bugging me on top of all that are the press reviews now i'm not saying they like it but they're all not saying that they hate it either what they're all saying is it's, it, this is not as what people were expecting. This is not the the uh, you know the, the rubbish, the, the shitstorm that it was blah blah blah. And screw you lot for saying uh, you know boo women are in it. And screw this. But you know what? But you know what? The film is still shit. Yeah. <laughs> none of them are making any sense. The way that they actually review the film, you go, oh wow, that's going to be a two star piece of shit, if not less. Three stars. And I'm just like, what? So it, it, it feel I, I don't like it when. Uh, UK or any other kind of journalist sort of back paddle against what the uh, the vibe is that's out there mm. but then still say something shit anyway what did you think of my review which is on the side I read your review and I was like bang on mm. yes you said because I thought you were going to go down that same uh, sort of tunnel to begin with because I was like oh no the way that he's starting but no you didn't yeah and you were immediately just like this is not good no it's well that, that was that was that was literally the line you said it's not good yeah yeah and it's it's not good. It's not a good film. But it's not it's not a good film because there's women in it. Even that that's not the reason it's bad. Mm. The reason it's bad is it's badly written. It's yep. badly directed. Yep. The CGI is shite. Oh, um, all the 3D fans out there are loving this. Oh, fuck off, 3D yeah. fans. <laughs> what 3D? Look outside. Um, the no. Every ghost looked the same. That bugged me more than anything else. Mm. You know there was. If you're, go- if you're going to go down that full CGI Especially effect... Especially the singular ghost with the floaty ethereal thing going on, whether they're electric or plasmic or whatever. Yeah. If you're going to go down that full CGI thing, use you know make them all look a little bit different. If anything, mm-hmm. doing that CGI and having them all look the same is probably is cheaper than doing the like prosthetic look and having them all look a little bit different. Yeah. And, you know, Paul Feig, I don't get it. I don't get it. 
Yeah. It was just, it just wasn't good. And my that opening was was lazy mm. with that dude and the uh, yeah the, the guy from the American house. office. And, and right there, I thought, oh no, they're actually going to blueprint the first movie. So you'll get scenes that are equivalent of the, of the other scenes from the, from mm. the original film, and that's what we got. Yeah. And they were lazy because that first one, I was like, why the fuck was that scary? Wasn't. Just because you went boo bang and yeah. and then he he got scared by something that we didn't see, mm. and then did the Ghostbusters logo, and you're just like. That was fucking yeah. lazy as shit. And your answer was lazy? The cameos? You know. Oh, weren't they awful? Yeah. Bill Murray was the worst one. He had the most screen time. I know. The one that I did like, you didn't see because you went to the loo. Annie Potts. They went to a hotel to bust a ghost or whatever and she was the concierge behind the desk. Oh, and she went, what do you want? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, and I, I was that. like, okay, you get half a chuckle for yeah. that. Uh, Sigourney Weaver was awful. I, I was sort of paint. I was like, I didn't understand what was going on. She's her mentor? No, she's her mother? She's her friend? And, and yeah, I was like, hey, what's going on? I mean, what, were they, what were they saying to each other? What were they talking about? And then the scene was over, and I was like, I didn't get any of that. No. Other than she's there, and everyone was going, yay. Yeah. It was. Uh, Ernie Hudson was like, oh, okay. So that was the laziest one. Yeah. That was the laziest one. Quick, get the black guy to be related to the black girl. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And everyone's like, oh, why is the black girl not a scientist like the rest of them? And then uh, they, they make him the uncle because he was also not the scientist at that time. Yeah. And it's like, look, it's like, look, everybody, it's not just the characters, it's the entire film is the blueprint that's been pulled off. Yeah. So, yes, the black person is also not a, a scientist. Yes, the, the weirdo one of the bunch has got the, 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 the she's got the, the cartoon Crazy hair. haircut cartoon hair, from, yeah. the, from the, uh, the, the Egon character. So, they, they have blue. Uh, I did like McKinnon. I did, actually, I did like her. I thought she, the way she moved was back to, really weird. Back to her in and a really second. Cool. Wig is the Bill Murray character because she's sleezing over um, someone in the film. Yeah. And I was like, this is certainly not for forward momentum in any sort of feminism kind of way because that is not how you behave towards the opposite sex, ladies, well, either. Well, this is what I said in, the, this is what I said in, the, um, in my review. is like, okay, mm. well, there was, I didn't say that as such. I said, you know, Chris Hemsworth is there being a stupid klutz. He was, he was literally stupid. He was dumb enough. He can't do his job. No, he was dumb enough that you question how he's still alive. Mm. And if that was a woman, yeah, there'd be uproar. But, oh, be, but be, because it's a real, yeah. because it's a good-looking guy, it's fine. Yeah. And again, I said already in this podcast, you know, pick your battles. I'm not. This is not the battle I'm picking. I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> people are fucking fickle. Yeah. Chill the fuck out. Oh, you know, God, there's, there's, yeah. there's bigger issues out there than at all female Ghostbusters <laughs> film. There is much bigger issue. The world yeah. is fucked at the moment. There's much bigger issues out there. But this film. With the female Ghostbusters, just isn't a good film. Not because of female Ghostbusters, just because it's a bad film. Yes, bad character. And uh, I really started to get annoyed in the second half of the film whenever Melissa McCarthy was raising her voice. And she does uh, a lot. She annoys the shit out of me. Plus, also, if you are going to go down the feminist route, uh, hello, what is that? How do you take out the ghost at the end? Ball busters, more like. Yeah. 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 Not not doing anyone any favors. Right. Okay. So Kate McKinnon. Um, worst thing for me in this film. I liked her. She would not hold goddamn still in any goddamn frame she and was in. And that's why I liked Even her. Even if she was in the background, that's why, I'm like, that's why I liked her. Stop mugging. No, that's why I liked her. Ooh. But, she, but was, I, she was moving in a way that it was. She was moving in a strange way. She yeah. looked like she was a druggie. 
Yeah. <laughs> and I don't, I, I'm not big on druggies. You know, they're not my um, they're not my go-to people. They're not my they're not my crowd. But yeah. she was because she's obviously the, a very healthy the, woman. She's obviously very her character is very clever. How old is she? Because whenever she was smiling, I was like, whoa, there's lines going on in the bottom of her eyes like she's tired. She must be in her mid twenties, I'd say. Really? Twenties, late thirties, early thirties. Thirties to me. Um, but she, I, th- I, I yeah. liked how she moved. I quite, I quite liked her. I but I, I have seen from reviews that she is literally. Half people like her, yeah. half people fucking hate her. You, you're the one that's on the like side, yeah, I'm the I'm, one that's on the I'm, fucking I'm, I'm this half of the side. podcast that likes her, you're the half of the podcast that does not like her. Yeah, surprise, surprise, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Chris um, is the optimist. Ever the optimist. Will someone fill up my glass? <laughs> Here, take some of mine. <laughs> um... But anyway, yeah, uh, so yeah, useless bad guy and yeah, bollocks. They're going to do another one anyway. It's not been a massive hit, but it will make money. It's making money, um, but it won't be a, a massive hit. But it, but it, it's not a victory in any sense of the word. It is still a failure. So yeah. um, this isn't a victory for women. This is just a. But uh, hey, uh, the second time round, if they listen, then maybe they'll get it better. So we'll see. Absolutely, and I think second time round because people will see that this isn't the shitstorm that people were making out to be because yeah. it wasn't, it just wasn't that great. Yeah, um, that people would probably be more on board for a second one, and then they won't have so many hurdles to cross just to get the film out there in the first place. Yeah. So if they do a second one and they do it right, fuck it, yeah, go for it. I'll, I'll, I'll watch another one. Yeah, I just won't watch this one again. I won't watch this one again no. ever. Um, I'll talk about the shallows briefly. Your name? Uh, Blake Lively versus a shark. Yes. Um, she's. And anyone else that tries to come and rescue her? Uh, basically, yeah. Oh, no, oh, or no, or no, not no, rescue no, her. No, no, um, no. uh, the film is only like an hour and twenty-five minutes long. It's super short. Good. Um, which is what you want from this kind of film because yep. let's. I'll be honest. Blake Lively is not able to carry a screen by herself for two hours. Um, yeah, she's, she's in the bikini. <laughs> Disregarding that, she's just not that good. She's not a good enough. Is this her? Because you know her husband did buried. Is, yeah. this, is this that for her? So I guess so. And I mean, there's a lot more going on in this film than there was. Well, no, there's actually there was more going on in buried. Um, buried is a very good film. This good. Uh, was fine. It was yeah. it was it was decent. Mm-hmm. Um, great payoff at the end. Uh, okay. Really good build up. The Steven Seagal was brilliant. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Steven Seagal was brilliant. Um, <laughs> Uh, stole the show, and it was a, it was a, it was a it was a pretty yeah it was it was fine it was pretty good. Okay. Some of the if you watch the trailer, you'll see one of the deaths. Like the shark is. Oh, are, are, are the deaths very CGI blood heavy? Not that you'd re- use not a real really, no, person. Well, it's, it's in the water, but no, not it'd really. Be, it'd be nice to see like a, a real dummy getting torn apart. You see, in, you, in see some, you see some stuff get torn apart. Okay. Um, and it was look, it was it was a it was a good flick. It was it was decent. Uh, good. My review isn't on the site yet because the film isn't out for another three weeks. So I had to get our review. reviews. We tend to get out like in the week leading up to release, yeah. if not yeah. after the embargo is closer. Yeah. Um, so the review will be up around the 5th, the 8th of August. And I'll tell you now, three and a half stars. It's fine. Okay. It's fine. Good. I'll give that a watch yeah. when it comes on the telly. Exactly. Now, whatever. before we talk about Jason Bourne, can I talk about my experience with Jason Bourne? No, I was going to say, can we talk about Jason Bourne? So, Chris, you went to review the film. <laughs> so, got the got the invite to go see Jason Bourne. Fantastic. Really looking forward to this film. Uh, brought. A, did you get a plus one? I did get a plus one. Oh, but they were excited about it. Yeah, they were. So, my friend uh, that he used to live with came met me in Leicester Square. <laughs> no, he no longer lives with him. 
Uh, well, we we she, I moved out of the flat about a bit over a year ago, and where I am now. Um, oh, okay. We, so not after the the screening. You no, went no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, but we're, we're still in touch, and we're still in touch since as well. Um, but this. Uh, so got met Lauren at a Leicester Square station. Went around the corner to the, pr- to the venue holding the press screening. Yep. Get there, and all the lights are off. There's nobody there except for one person at the clipboard saying, "Are you here for Jason Bourne?" Oh yeah, I am. Hi, how are you doing? I'm Chris from Filmwork. Oh hi, uh, it's been cancelled. Oh, oh, that's a pity. Why? Um, the, there's been a power cut. There's been a power cut. Yeah. In this building. Yeah. In this building only. Yes. In Leicester Square. In Leicester Square. <laughs> yes. What happened? Uh, it's so. In the week leading up to Jason Ward's release, we had something of a heat wave here in London and in the UK in general. Yeah. Uh, London was, and that was actually the hottest day. I'm sure if you read anything about the hottest day of the year, it was this day. It was that Tuesday. Yep. Tuesday, the uh, 18th, 19th of July, whatever that. Yep. The Tuesday close to that. Um, I was very no, ill t- and t- I could not make the screening, hence why Chris took someone yeah. else with him. Tuesday, the 20th. <laughs> Tuesday, the 19th. Tuesday, the 19th. Hottest day of the year, and this cinema had aircon on all day. The cinema could not cope with the aircon. The cinema broke. <laughs> Screening was cancelled. It was a hot day. Did you have an email from the PR company telling you this? No. Right. That's normally what the PR does straight away. So epic fail on their part. But look at I got the email afterwards the yeah. day after going Sorry apologies about that. about that and I'm like about what because I obviously wasn't there and I didn't and, tell you at this point and, yeah, and, yeah and you hadn't told me at this point and, uh, and then there was the we got another screening on Thursday yeah <coughs> which I could not go to when I was better yeah. uh, was no longer ill and um, was free mm. so yeah and, but Chris couldn't go so I had to go in, in his stead yeah. and bizarrely no other fucker wanted to go with me I got the plus. I got your plus one. Yeah, of course. And uh, oh, put it out there, and no fucking way to go. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Um, so the film is out this weekend, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I can talk about it. My review is up. They did have an embargo to the beginning of this week, and I thought, oh, that's interesting. Um, so I went and saw it, and if you're familiar with the series, you will have. Uh, you, well, you'll know what to expect. Uh, the, the the acts that it's divided into, the characters that pop up, that get in his way, the characters that pop up even to help him, are all very familiar from what you've seen before. So, right there, and I cottoned on to this really early on, because the opening acts, and I don't want to spoil the film, uh, normally I would on these uh, shows, but I won't spoil anything, but the opening act, there is an amazing set piece that happens in Athens, where there's a riot going on, anyone that's read reviews will have heard about this, and it is brilliantly filmed by Paul Greengrass, you can see why he came back, and it's largely for this opening act, and the closing act set in Las Vegas, there is some amazing stuff going on uh, with big crowds of people and with traffic, etc., um, etc. Et so it's all going absolutely apeshit. But the problem with especially this opening third act is that because you are familiar with the Bourne series, you know exactly where it is going. You are at the end of the sequence before the film gets there. And although it is of a five-star quality, uh, certainly this opening act, and but to a point the closing act, you know exactly where it's going. You know, you're already at the end of it. 
Um, it's kind of like going to the Star Wars panel and having something spoiled. <laughs> You'll enjoy the film, but you know where something is going. Yeah, you're going to be anticipating that. Whereas with Bourne, you're predicting it because the film series is so familiar to you. And that's the problem with this film, is it's too familiar. They're just repeating beats. And it's like, oh, and he's going to fucking start having memory farts. I believe that's what I used in my review. He'll start slightly remembering shit again, like he did in the bloody last two, um, with slightly different things. This one's something else It's slightly different. Oh, I'm, I'm suddenly remembering this um, as the plot goes on. Uh, all the actors in it are very good. Tom Lee Jones wasn't phoning it in as much as I thought he would, but it is a very... The, the, the person in the suit who wants to kill, kill Bourne role. Right. Okay. Um, uh, Alicia Vikander is the, the thing that's fresh, I guess. She's more of an enigma. Is she a good guy? Is she a bad guy? You know, what do you do with her character? So she was interesting. Bourne, he was good as ever. You know, you can see he's getting older. Grey's coming in, but he's in great shape. Um, and the uh, the asset this time, you know, the hitman that comes after him is going to be uh, Vincent Cassell, who is in great shape himself and is good at that. But there's nothing to the character, really. So it is just another Bourne film done on a good budget, which has a couple of astonishingly well-directed action sequences. The rest of it is boring as fuck. <laughs> um, oh, I do want to call out uh, the young actor whose name is uh, Riz Ahmed, uh, who was in uh, Nightcrawler, I believe. I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, uh, he has a role in this, which you don't give a fuck about, really, but he has an early scene with Tommy Lee Jones, and I was like, ooh, he can hold his own against him. That's impressive. Um, so he's a good actor. So I'm going to give him that, but his character, who gives a shit? <laughs> um, but he's a good actor. Um, yeah, so I gave it three, um, three stars because it's enjoyable, but it doesn't take it anywhere. And you do kind of end up like all of them, where all of them have ended up. So, so there could be another on, one. Him on a boat. Yeah, you know, just him fucking off doing whatever. Um, and you're kind of like, well, so if they do another one, they could just literally just keep recycling this. Um, I remember myself, myself goes back plus yeah. Yeah. oh I the, forgot the, again there was the question of um, uh, I suppose it's not too much of a spot to say them bringing him back into the agency and I was like you know what although he'd probably say fuck off um, that's an interesting prospect I'd like to see being born born yeah coming back and doing his job as opposed to just being a fucking hobo running around the world in hiding because that's what you're going to get again born in hiding again I know you know, I would, I would. That'd be that. That is an interesting film. You know, mm. Bourne being the agent as opposed to just yeah. Ju- like, and then just, what? Just Bourne being in charge, perhaps. Who knows? Exactly. Like that's how you. That's how you grow this franchise. That's how you. If yeah. you do want to do that. Yeah. Uh, that's. I mean, like Matt Damon was so. I'm not doing it again. Not doing it again. Not doing it again. Not doing it. Yeah. Never doing this again. No. No. Not doing it again. Not doing it again. And Greengrass co-wrote the uh, script as well for this one, so it's like, oh dear. Um, but you remember when you, uh, it's like with uh, like the Taken franchise, remember you, you made the joke of like, hey, Taken 3, oh my god, the, the, you know, the, the they're taking my gone. dog. That's what I'm expecting Bourne to get to, oh, this one's about a fucking pet that he had when he was little yeah, and it yeah, traumatised him, you know, you know, um, so, so there we go, there we go, I think we've prattled on long enough, anything else we want to mention? Do you want to talk about the Triple X 3 trader again? No. <laughs> well, well, then that's it. Uh, <laughs> that's it. Uh, killing joke. Uh, neither of us have seen yet. Yes. Uh, but it has made three million in one day in America alone. So that's good. Um, but not so amazing are the reviews that are coming out. Um, and so I actually said to someone um, without spoiling any details. So if I get the disc, 
can I skip into the film to where the killing joke starts? There's been given a prologue. Yeah, there, um, there, is, there is the back of the prologue. Yeah. Yes. Can I skip past that to where the uh, killing joke begins and watch the killing joke? And someone said to me, yes, you can. So there's the, prob- there's the solution, everybody. Yeah. But, but someone else said, yes, but the other problem is, is that the animation isn't great. But the cure to that is that they all saw it on a big screen where it shouldn't have been seen. So, so therefore, the animation might have looked a bit of shit. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. It's not, it's not budget. I looked at the bu- budget, and the budget was three point five million for an animated film, which, for a directed video, I guess is about right. All right. Yeah. Um, and that's how, and it's made that money back already. So good for them. But uh, the news is just be very worse. So when I first watch it, I am actually going to do that. Skip through the chapters to see if I can but find I mean, where it the starts. The animation is meant to look like the Alan Moore. Thing. I mean, One can only hope. Well, no, that's, that it, I mean, if you look at any, any of the screenshots and stuff that we've seen, the trailers we've seen, mm. it is like it is a literal direct adaption. Like the 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 animation is as it was in the Killing Joke that you may Good. have on your shelf. But I do have on my shelf. That's one of the ones I haven't the, sold. The, di- the dialogue is the exact same as well. Yeah. Like nothing. It is a literal. You know, people say, "Oh no, this is ripped from pages comic book." Yeah, this yeah. is actually ripped from pages comic book. Like the uh, the Dark Knight Returns was was in that in the style of that one. Exactly, Year yeah. One, uh, not so much Year One, I guess. Well, actually, Year One, yeah, Year One had dialogue in it from the comic, which does not work listening to. It's it's you can read it, you just can't say it. Yeah. Um, but this is this is like it's very literal, and that's probably why the animation isn't great because it's. It's, it is from that comic, which, you know, it looks weird. And not yeah. American Asylum weird, it just looks weird. Yeah. I think animation just looks bad to me when it comes to the movements. So we'll see how characters move and walk about yeah. and stuff like that. And if there's detail in the background with the streets yeah. and stuff it's, like that. It's a cartoon, it's not going to look perfect. Yeah. And, it's not, and it's not Pixar cartoon, it's not Disney yeah. cartoon, you know. It's, it's a kidding joke, what are you expecting? <laughs> just be chuffed that we're getting it. And it's rated R, they're doing it properly. Yep. yep. Why, you know, just be chuffed. They, we'll never see this, like, in live action. Yeah. yeah so no. just be chuffed that we're getting in the first place. We're getting a kick-ass Joker, we're getting a kick-ass Batman doing the killing joke. The, the seminal Batman story. Yeah. Where's... You're just picking, you're picking straws. <laughs> well, so, uh, yeah, well, well, I will look forward to that when it comes along. Yeah, we can, we, can, we can do a review on the podcast at some point, maybe. Yeah, why not? We've yeah, covered not? the animated ones before, so yeah, we'll pick up on that one. That's true. And uh, maybe any others we've missed along the way that we can pick up on, because we did, we did like six or seven. Yeah. Seven we did. Yeah. Yeah, okay, good. Do we, do we, do, we didn't do Mask of the Phantasm, did we? Yes, we did. Yeah, we did. So we did Mask of the Phantasm, we did Sub-Zero. I don't think we did the Return of the Catwoman or the Batwoman, wherever it was. I think we skipped that one. We did the, the Return of the Joker, and then we did the, the two-parter for the, the Dark Knight Returns, the Under the Red Hood, and we did Batman Year One, so we did do seven. Okay. So we'll pick out other ones that have come out since then. And uh, it's literally just I'm just kidding, joke, I think. I don't think anything's come out since Year One. Really? I, I don't want to touch the DC, the other DC stuff, no. the whole Flashpoint paradox and all this sort of shit. No. I'm and Doomsday it, and shit. So no. Cool. All right. Well, that is it for this very long uh, podcast. Uh, I'll be back literally in a few days, I guess, with our uh, uh, Star Trek spoiler, which I'll be recording with Ben if Chris goes home. Sorry. And, um, <laughs> yeah, I'll speak to you then, and Chris will be back eventually soon after. <laughs>